everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Anime Limited or the Anime Podcast. I am Jeremy Graves, here in beautiful, wet and windy and rainy Glasgow, on a fine day that is the 15th of June, for those of you wanting to keep track. And today in the office studio, I'm joined by... Carrie. Jessica. A cool bottle of St. Mungo's Lager, pure, heavenly. Oh, and also Andrew. Thor, destroyer of world, Keith. And he's actually just been replaced by beer. If I, if I, no, I'm hoping if I keep saying if I keep saying it throughout an episode or several, I might get a crate of them from West. Hashtag SpawnCon. Sp- what? <laughs> Thing is, if, you're get, if you're gonna get a sponsorship from anyone, surely like you need a Nando's black card. That's the elusive no. sponsorship you want. I thought they stopped. That. No, they stopped. That. Oh, did they? One yeah. year supply of Williams Brothers beer, the finest of beers. Uh, West, actually, I think West. Uh, West is, West very is best. Good. No, no, very which were breweries? Which were breweries? No, Hobgoblin. Uh huh. Uh huh. Williams Brothers. Nobgoblin. You have to win like, everything. Cock, cock goblin. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> and Kerry, the subtext decoder, has once again translated a very difficult phrase there for me. I like into... to make things obvious. Well, Already I can tell our listeners are like, oh god, again. Well, I think they can see what the recurring theme's going to be each week. Cocks. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time, we hope you enjoy the show. And uh, also, just to pay the bills quickly, allthanime.com is our website. There you can find information on all the titles we have released and also things that will be coming out very soon. Make sure you hit us up on the social media, that being on Twitter, allthanime, Facebook, allthanime, YouTube, allthanime. Not very original. There you go. At least we're consistent, though. <laughs> Consistency is key. Also worth making note that at the front page of alltheanime.com, there is a button now that will take you to a page dedicated to upcoming cinema screenings. Ooh. At the time of recording, there will be an update coming to that very soon. Probably early next week, I would say. And no doubt there will be info regarding Genocidal Organ coming to cinemas on the 12th of July. So stay tuned for that. Curious and- about what a genocidal organ is? Watch and find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've got my, gen- I've got my genocide done. organ right here. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and uh, and for those of you listening to this, but on the day it's released, Friday, sixteenth of June, tomorrow I will be at SunnyCon on the seventeenth of June at Newcastle St James's Park. If you're about, I'm doing a panel at about one thirty in the afternoon, I believe. I'll be in the dealers' room. Look out for the Gundam Mad booth. They will have lots of our titles there for you to add to your collection. Buy them all. Shout out Gundam Mad. <laughs> Yeah, in fairness, Gorinda and Co are awesome. Oh, Gorinda is a dude. He's so good. It, as, is, as is his entire crew of dudes and ladies. Dudettes. Lady dudes. Yes. There you go, dudes, dudes and dudettes. Yes. And also, if you want to talk to someone about Gundam as well, Gorinda could probably tell you pretty anything, much anything. Absolutely anything. If you think you know something about Gundam, Gorinda knew it first and probably long before you. <laughs> right, yeah, that's what first means, Keith, I'm sure. So, oh, what the hell was that just now? Do, do that sound again, Keith. Uh. <laughs> I just heard a giant crackle in my headphones then. It's like uh, he just... that, that was his soul just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that makes it in the edit. Uh. But so, to kick things off, we, we started to mention it last week before we got off track and then got back on track, but E3 is currently happening at the time we're recording. Press conferences have happened, games have been announced, consoles have been announced. 
so that, so that we don't bore potentially everyone here listening to us talk about video games a lot, I'm going to limit the chatter to approximately one minute each for Holy all of us. Should, should any of us want to mention anything about E3? So we are limited to 60 seconds each. Kerry, do you want to keep track of time? Uh, sure. Because <laughs> I know Kerry will be stringent on it. So. Excuse me, your time's up. So, Andrew, do you want to go first? Mm, Keith can go first. Alright, Kerry, say when. Start talking, bro. Uh, well, overall, I'm not particularly enthused. Uh, great, uh, great fun watching Ubisoft basically fucking reskin XCOM with Mario. That was uh, that was hilarious <laughs> to watch. And yeah, a, a lack of anything meaningful concerning the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is all I really care about anymore because I am a Squeenix whore. That's pretty much my E3, frankly. Not fussed by most of it. Wow, that was like thirty, like less than thirty seconds. Okay. Andrew, well done. Story of Keith's life. Andrew, you or me? <laughs> <laughs> no, Andrew, just you. You go. So, Kerry, say what? You go. I've never been in a podcast in such a short time. What the fuck did I just do? <laughs> did you mess up the <laughs> time? Right, all right, let's do it again. Hey, that's a new thing. I didn't know that they had it. I could use that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Andrew, go! Oh, just, it was alright, I mean, it's like, <laughs> there wasn't that much going on in this E3, to be honest. I mean, the interesting thing, though, from a business point of view, as I note, every company, except for a, a particularly Nintendo, focused on only things which are coming out this year. Every title they announced was something you could buy later this year, which ties in with what all of us have been doing for a bit. Like, the last few years, you've had games which just appeared. The only one which appeared for Sony, which was, was Detroit, which I still think is Vaporware until an actual date is given to it. As, um, they've still not announced a date for it, and it's still, like, in the, the ether, it's basically what's going to happen with Death Stranding now, because... Or Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, no, because, like, Final Fantasy... Like, Square Enix do have a priority seconds. line for money, because, like, they, like, they issue... Like, they, they issued... That's why 15 was pushed out. They needed to, to get it out into the quarter for fiscal. Five seconds. Like, when... You're going to have my slot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you, yeah, so, you also yeah. three seconds from Keith. Excellent. So, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, they pushed a lot of stuff over from... So Square Enix is more traditionally corporate, like, because their main business is games. Like, games, not just... Like, Sony has electronics. It has, like, other stuff on top of that as well, I'm sure. But, like, as the electronics, there's the games, there's music, Aniplex, etc. There's a massive amount of different diverse interests kicking around. Uh, the film business as well, obviously, you know, like we've got a new Spider-Man film coming and a game. Uh, I try and get excited, but I just can't anymore. But um, about the game, not the film. But um, like, but yeah. So I mean, like, I I kind of feel like Heavy Rain and like another oh, Heavy Rain, like Detroit, and like I think Death I just summed up your feelings there. <laughs> Death Strand, like Death Stranding, will be in the same boat because again. Sony allow those like those auteurs to they fund like that like Quantic Dreams a lot of leeway to keep going that no one else would get, so I think, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm looking forward to Shadow of Colossus for PS4. Whoa, two minutes and six seconds. <laughs> well, three seconds over. So it's extra three seconds to give it that extra value. It does. Yes. Makes all the difference. Alright, give me three, three seconds, seconds with partridge. Right, and go. 
Spider-Man game looks awesome. I can't wait. That demo was the best thing about the Sony conference. I am so excited. But the biggest news of all of E3 is did you see that Dragon Ball Z video game trailer? Holy balls, that was such a good trailer. I lost my giant mind just seeing Dragon Ball Z pretty much in HD and looking amazing. It's by the same people who have created Guilty Gear and made those games. It is going to be an amazing fighting game. I will no doubt be utter pants at it, but I don't care because it's going to be amazing and look awesome. Oh, and the Xbox One X is, uh, is totally overpriced. And also, did everyone like the fact that they announced a real car before the actual game featuring the car? So the first thing they showed off of their brand new console was in fact not in the actual game at all. It was a car. I conclude. Yeah, 53 seconds. No bad. Yeah. Kerry, do you want to say anything about E3? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to say anything about? Yeah, I was kind of asking about it really, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. I certainly did. No, uh, no. Glad y'all enjoyed it. Jessica, anything you wanted to say at all? Um, not about E3. Cool. Okay. <laughs> but what about the new TV series of Cabo Vivo? You know? Yeah, we should talk about that. Because yeah. that, that got announced. So there is going to be a live action Cowboy Bebop. There were some pretty fruitful comments, I think it's fair to say the least. Fruity oh. comments. Very fruity. Yeah, more salty, rather. I, I think more salty than fruity. No, no, but my, my favourite comment about the whole thing is, was that uh, wonderful photoshopped image of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, we, we already have a live-action Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and it's just Cruz, Sandberg and the rest just doctored to look like them, and it's perfect. It's perfect, actually. It doesn't need to... Actually, I just kind of want Terry Crews in everything. He's kind of the Okay, so who would Terry Crews be in Cowboy Bebop? I don't Jack. care as long for as he's real. in there. Jack would be the correct answer. Actually, I'd like the rock in there as well. Yeah. No, you can only have one Jack dude in it. <laughs> At <laughs> once, I mean. You can have, you can have <laughs> take turns. Yeah, there aren't that many Jack dudes in it, if I recall. But that was a long time ago I last watched it, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting. I wonder if it'll be shit. <laughs> Well, that's, I think that's the question everybody's asking, really, because... It is the question du jour. Because, well, yeah, the, the record for live-action anime adaptions is not great. Let's and, of course, it's worth noting as well... Netflix has that new Death Note one that... Which definitely might... will be shit. You think so? bring, like, really good TV, like, good shows. No, my, so my question about that shit. is, are they actually going to put any makeup on Willem Dafoe for... Because <laughs> 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 I don't think he needs it. No. Hello. He he is a talented but terrifying looking man. Extremely, yes. extremely. He was perfect as the Green Goblin. Yeah. He was. He actually. did that with makeup as well. Good. He just did a few nights. <laughs> yeah. It'll be yeah. totally be worth watching just to see Willem Dafoe scare the absolute fucking bejesus out of you. Well, that's why I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> that said, it's also worth noting that, as was reported in a, in one news article, I can't remember where it was from, but uh, of course, it's an adaptation of the Sunset Inc. world famous anime. Oh, yeah, oh, sunsetting. Yeah, I right. think it was Variety. I mm. think Variety made that mistake. Yeah, yeah. good research there, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sunset uh, Inc. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunrise Inc., which is Cowboy Bebop. Exactly. With, with, with Jot, uh, <laughs> Spock, Spock Spagel. <laughs> Spock Spagel. Spy instead of Spy. Spy, yeah, yeah. And dead. Spy. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, everyone's favourite villain, Vish the Mouse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I, 
don't forget about Bay. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. She Bay. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. You're just easily amused. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You've gone so I think I'll be alright. I mean, it's gonna be a laugh, I think. Either way, whether it's good or it'll, bad. It'll be worth checking out, for sure. And you, exactly. If you're wondering about like the actual show itself, you can both watch the original and the best still on Netflix and soon on Viceland TV, or you can buy it on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray, you guys, from all the anime.com. Did you say alltheanime.com? I said alltheanime.com. Alltheanime.com is a shop at alltheanime.com. There is a shop at alltheanime.com where you can buy such titles as Cowboy Bebop on Blu-ray. And DVD. And DVD. We should probably read that book on subliminal advertising again. What, so we can advertise all the anime.com better? <laughs> Look, and all the anime.com. <laughs> Don't be like that. Don't be all what? Like, all the anime.com. <laughs> so, all the anime.com, you guys, I can't even. Yeah, I know. All the anime.com. Dot com, dot com. But, but yeah, seriously, bro, I mean, like. about it, like. It's, 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 I, I take it, like, Watanabe san and. Well, you, you, um, Kano are not involved. Probably involved. Does not. anybody know anything? Well, like, no one knows yet. It's too early to tell. I mean, they normally attach creative advisors still because you yeah. want the same influences. I mean, honestly, Especially like, there's no... The existing fans on board. There's less of a claim for, for like, for whitewashing, like, in oh, totally. Cowboy Bebop. The, the argument, of course, of course, though, there is still role, uh, role for everyone's favourite Asian Tilda Swinton. To, to feature in it, but... She is a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, but like... She'll I, be Ayn. <laughs> I, I would totally see her as Ed, though, except yeah. she might be like... A little bit old. <laughs> no, because she's sort of ageless. I can almost see her, yeah. She would yeah. be totally intense, yeah. Ed. But yeah, to kind of suck the fun. That's, that would be a very different Ed to radical Ed. Yeah. Intense Ed. <laughs> what do you think about the universe dying? If the lights are. Follow him. If you see a stranger, Kerry, follow him. You might be able to wear his skin. Is that not what man has dreamed of since first he discovered skin? Yeah. Yeah. I think All right, there, Buffalo Bill. After <laughs> 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 the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. But yeah, like I mean, like only on away days. I mean, I don't think it's a claim for for whitewashing no. for it or anything particularly. There's a more there is a heavy Chinese influence in it and such mm. actually, given the triads, etc. But you could argue that it's the space future and there's like space colonies, etc. Anyway. So the real issue is, will they be hiring genuine Martians for these yeah. roles? Hmm. That's what we all want to know. To be fair, I think one of the bigger issues is are they going to acknowledge VHS or Betamax? They have to. <laughs> the one with, with, the, with fake 90210 on it, like that. <laughs> there were some touches to that that I genuinely love. And then when I met um, yeah. uh, Shinichi Watanabe, I said that was my favorite part of that whole episode was the fact that that little detail with fake 90210 and fake Brenda and Brandon kind <laughs> yeah. of fucking, like, I was done. And he was just like, you need to watch this show? I'm like, everybody watched that show? I'm also kind of old, so I remember that. <laughs> it was it was a cornerstone, um, but yeah. That, I love the fact that was his reaction to it. Oh, you used to watch that show? Because <laughs> <laughs> it inside he's like, international phenomenon. Everybody watched nine hundred two one zero. Not the shitty new one. Then that was all just fucking balls. But comparatively, you yeah. Are. Even though they were all in their thirties and fifties when they filmed it, and they were all blankly teenagers, but yeah. 
yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when the original Saved by the Bell crew went to the college years. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> that was a step too far. But that, at least that was the original crew. Like, the new one that they made a few years ago was like a whole bunch of new people. Oh, I saw an episode of that and I was like, oh. It, was, it had no fun. Just no fun. It was, it was yeah, hot mess. <laughs> that's my review. That might be the title of this episode. Blue, blue of my E3, Hot I give you yeah. Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> so, anything else, people? Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jessica, say that again. No, she mentioned that you know um, Beverly Hills. Mm. It was such an iconic series for our. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we loved the guys. Uh, Luke so Perry cool. forever. Perry, man. Yeah, uh, you know, Luke Perry <laughs> was so great. <laughs> Top five like storylines or episodes. But we're just gonna keep going on this now. Yeah, but let's educate I can't people. Remember, but like obviously, it's so weird when you watch it when you're younger and you think, oh my god, yeah, Luke, like Dylan is amazing and he's so awesome. And then you watch him when you're older and you're like, Dylan's a dick, and a total <laughs> punk. Like what an asshole. Why would he cheat on Brenda with Kelly? Like. I, I'm always a major fan of Brenda. I was totally for Brenda. That's a deep-seated drama coming out here, obviously. I like me a quality bitch with a high eye-roll game. Like, she was great. High eye-roll game. Yeah. Her eye-roll game was fantastic. Her bitch are we, was Are we talking an Anderson-style eye-roll here? Or? No. Even big. Like, Shannon Doherty in 90210. Like, she was the best. Anyway. Also, quality outfits. Especially <laughs> um, when you look back on them, you're like... Those are some amazing jeans. I mean, and dresses. Anyway. Another new I don't know, Jessica. <laughs> Somebody else saw Well, I like it more, I mean, the first part of the series. You know, mm. after it becomes too complicated, too yeah, many characters and uh, outlines. Yeah, yeah, but I really like it, the triangle, you know. Yeah, triangle. yeah. Dylan, Brenda, and Kelly. Stupid yeah. Kelly. So this might be a Sometimes. really random question to ask, but was 90210 big in Italy then? Yeah, it was mm. such a big issue, you know, all the magazine for mm. teenagers mm. were displaying big posters of uh, Dylan, mm. of course. <laughs> it no, it's so interesting awesome. because sometimes we, you know, like when Kerry, you, ages ago, you were talking about the fact that there was some anime in Arabic. You, sort mm. of, you don't really know sometimes how far something travels, mm. but to hear that 90210 like, made it to Italy and it was massive there. And then sometimes you hear that like something's never left America. Mm. And then, like, then some random country, like for example, Switzerland, suddenly like one this bit, this show, this was their cornerstone, and you're thinking, why was that your cornerstone show? Yeah. And it's sort of interesting sometimes to hear what shows. Yeah, I mean, got... we have uh, still the bold and the beautiful. Oh my god, that's so huge popular. in Germany too. Yeah. You know, in Italy, that's they for still a while. have the same people on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Doing the same thing. You can't catch up, you know, on the story even yeah, uh, after yeah. ten years. Yeah. You just watch one episode and you realize what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Golden Beautiful is huge. Yeah. You know what I do miss, like in a in old. I think we were actually talking about this a few weeks ago, Keith. Like in sort of old in the old kids shows from like the early nineties and the eighties when they would basically explain the entire plot of the show in the opening title sequence. Oh god, yeah. When you go back to shows like Jason the Wheel of Warriors or Ulysses 31, and it would just tell you the entire plot in the lyrics. There's a, there's a name for that as well, I've forgotten what the name like the name actually is. Mm. Like but like there's a, a technical term for mm. it. It's like a it's not a, a show tribute or something, it's like a, but like it is the same concept because mm. things like um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend still use it. And they do a their soundtrack has not only the songs from the show 
but a commentary track after each yeah. song, mm. like talking with uh, the people who wrote it, etc., for, for where it comes from. Oh, cool. Because, yeah. like, obviously the songs are, are pretty hilarious. Yeah. If, you, if you like that kind well, of thing, I'd certainly wouldn't comment on I still love the Ulysses 31 theme tune, because that is a classic. Ulysses 31 still stands up very well today. Mm-hmm. Jason the Wheel of Warriors, not so much. But the intro to Jason the Wheel of Warriors. Wheel of Warriors! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have that be the latest. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I listen to Keith scream out Wheel of Warriors badly. <laughs> uh, so anything else people want to touch on randomly? Watched anything interesting this week? That's Encountered exciting. anything interesting? We talk about exciting news for Anime Expo. Like which is uh, so wait, what the fact you're going to be there? No, no, but well, that, that is exciting for, for for some people, I'm sure. But there's been so much news from Anime Expo this week. I'm looking forward to seeing Violet Evergarden at Pong. Like I've been waiting for that for what feels like forever now. Mm. Um, very interested to see what's going on with that because obviously it's like I think it's lined up for sometime later in the year or early next. It's not really fixed yet. Mm. Um, obviously the first episode airing this far ahead is really cool. This is the new Kiyoani show, yeah. correct? Like, looks really, really good. Like, um, I'm super hyped for it. Mm. Actually, It'd be very interesting to see how much security they beef up for that screening. I don't think you can really stop... I mean, you can't stop that kind of thing happening if someone's yeah. going to be dumb, but it will... Mm. Be- it will result in punishment later down the line if people do, so... I remember kind of going to see, last year when I went, yeah. went with you, at both the uh, Love Life event, which was interesting, and the <laughs> Your Name screening. Yeah. Um, like, they weren't checking your bags or anything like that, but any time you're... They were patrolling those. Well. Uh, yeah, like, the minute you, you, op- you did anything on your phone, like, if you were texting or anything, they immediately coming over to you telling you to, to just shut your phone and stop. Which is fair, I mean, like, if you're... Yeah, if they, you're, they were very, very attentive. They, to like, be they fair, were there were no really leaks watching. of your name no. from, um, from no. Anime Expo, yeah. which is what I thought was going to happen. Mm. Like, not in a nasty way, not to, to berate fans who were there. It's just... When you can't really use... It, no, no, it wasn't even an industry event. It's like, because even at film premieres, you get people who try it on. It's just, it's very hard to get the, the same goggles you'd use for cinema detection to work in a place where the seating is flat. Because mm-hmm. mm. the, heat, the heat map is too easy. That's why raised seats work better for that, because it's easier to get a good heat map and see what's going on with um, infrared. But, like, there's the, the things you learn, etc. But, I mean, it's... That's why they do it by manual checking instead, and that's yeah. why they hover. The minute your phone lights up at all, because you can't... They were on you, like, super mm. quick the minute you did that. Like, so I I, I would think yeah. that the same would apply this time. There won't be any mm. In short, don't be a dick. Don't film yeah. stuff during a, a premiere event. It doesn't go well. That's always, like, really short Just in general. Well, like... But, like yeah, it really doesn't take much effort not to be a shit piece. Yeah. So don't be a shit piece. No, <laughs> sure. I mean we because Ke- Ke- yeah. <laughs> Keith and I went to see Baywatch earlier this week, and there was some guy who just kept getting his phone out about oh, five I, rows down. I fucking hate people who do that in the cinema. I'm, I'm not there to listen to your chat, watch you do your fucking uh, updates on your phone. I'm there to watch yeah. the goddamn film. It's really distracting as well, that bright light in a mm. dark room. You know? And if you're going to go to the cinema, don't like have a million drinks beforehand so you're constantly going up to the goddamn toilet during the film. <laughs> there was one guy who literally went six or seven times during the film. Just either install a catheter or yeah. get the fuck out of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, so far, like, just get gas. You're allowed one bathroom break <laughs> yeah. in a film. Yeah. Especially well, a depending on how long the film is. Nah, uh, just hold but it. But, like, 
Last time I went out was like being during Some Doctor dreams. Strange, which was a pretty long film, and even then, I because it was a big screen, I had the decency to yeah. to sit down in the other front, so I wasn't disrupting everyone on my way back yeah. in. You know, I did. We were sitting like quite in the back, so I wasn't disrupt disrupting anybody, but. Um, I went to see Alien Covenant and missed the only part that I went to see that damn movie for. Well, fast bends on fast bends fast action. Fast on fast bender action and went to the toilet and then went into the wrong damn screening on the way back. I was like, wow, this movie's really moved along. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like you're not the people I was here with. Like, okay, and I left in the, the usher was like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm in the wrong screening. <laughs> I'm about an hour behind. And he's just like... Right, okay, I'm like, yeah, I know what's gonna happen. Like, do you need some assistance? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm in the wrong screen. It didn't help that I had two pints before I went in, so. They don't call you two pints, Carrie, for nothing. Uh, Nobody calls me two pints, Carrie. It's more like too much. The fact it was two pints of gin. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's always my downfall. Yeah. Yeah, it's that simple mistake of do you want a, a single or a double? Just make it a pint. (laughs) I'm just like one pint today. Okay, which beer do you want? The gin. <laughs> oh. It saves me going back and forth to the bar. Like I'll be fifty pounds, please. Oh. No, but that's also like that's why I never sit in the like two in the middle or like on the other end because just in case you have to go to the bathroom or something. Like I really hate having to climb God. over people. It's just. You know what else is quite worrying as well? When we uh, when we got to the cinema, there were like a horde of about 50 kids waiting outside. And we're like, no, they, they've got to be too young to watch this film. Well, yeah, they they I'm not sure what kids' film was on at the time, but that was like... What? But there was a brief moment when I thought, oh, you've got to be kidding me. It's like 8 o'clock, it's like, you should all be in bed. What are you doing at the cinema? Get out. I always say that, and then people just like, right, ask oh, me how old I am. He's a I did that one time, some kid ran in front of me, like bumped into me, and I was just like, shouldn't you be in school? And they're like, it's summer, and I was just like, is it? <laughs> I work for a living, you little shit. <laughs> I hate you with your lives ahead of you and your youth and your own. And your youth. Don't worry, they'll, they'll probably piss it all away watching anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can buy at all the anime.com. Yes, yes. Um, Spe- yeah. Speaking of all the anime.com. Yeah, we should talk about anime. Yeah, we probably or, should. Or, or hang on, Andrew, did you have a thought you wanted to get out? No, like not anymore. You sure? You kind of look like you're about to say something very profound. Okay. There, there you go, that's the word. Do it. Do it. No, the moment's gone. Oh. It's past me. So, speaking of anime, everybody, we should pay the bills a little bit here. What is out and what is coming out? This week you can buy Overlord, Black yes. Butler, Book of Circus, and Prison School. And me. <laughs> no. Next no, week on the 19th. What's, ta- what's the tagline for the Prison School packaging? Uh, lenticular? Yeah, we'll put this lenticular back cover. Uh, on the 19th of June, that being next Monday at the time we're recording, you'll be able to buy Assassination Classroom Season 2 Part 1. Noragami Aragoto and My My Miracle. Nah. <laughs> Source of all of Kerry's pain and suffering. It's all my pain for years. And then the week after, it is. It, we're very nearly at the end of June, which oh, is quite God, worrying, God. I know. So the week after, on the 26th of June, it will be Anthem of the Heart, which that is the mm-hmm. limited collector's edition set, and also the Zavi exclusive variant of the limited edition, of the limited collector's edition set. I've got there in the end which includes both DVD and Blu-ray. Also available that day, Attack on Titan Junior High, that being the limited uh, collector's edition Blu-ray version. The DVD version will now be coming out a few weeks later in early July. 
Belladonna of Sadness will be available on Blu-ray. And also Charlotte Part 1 will be available as well. So plenty of anime to wrap up your June with. I just realised you pointed at me when you said My My Miracle, not for me to like cry, but for me to do my usual thing of saying it is standard edition only, not the collector's edition. The collector's edition was a Kickstarter exclusive. That was what I pointed to you, but the reaction you gave was just as good, so... <laughs> but I, I slowly realised I'm very slow. We, we, we will still get someone asking. Oh, yeah. But you're not yet, yeah. There, it's, it's not available for general retail, and they were Kickstarter exclusives. Oh, actually, worth mentioning when it comes to Belladonna, because we know a few people have been asking that the offer that we did as part of the 12 Days of Christmas in December, where it comes with a big book, mm-hmm. will there be any more? We're looking into it, but we've got nothing to say at this time. No promises, but just throwing that out there. But the Blu-ray is available to order, and it's available in just a few weeks. So get ready. I know Kerry's excited about that release. I love the cover art. <laughs> so <laughs> it's your favourite picture. It is my favourite picture, and it was. It's your huge. reaction shot to it everything. Was, it really was. It, that 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 um, cover art, that image was what I used to describe my feelings throughout the months of September, October, November last year. <laughs> um, it was perfect. Every yeah, just, day, uh, every uh, week. Yeah, anytime anything was brought up in Slack, you just reply with that. It <laughs> was the best. Um, it is still the best. Yeah. <laughs> That's that for you? It is uh, such a great image. That's how I feel inside. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a couple of news notes for you, everybody. <laughs> prettier. First of all, as mentioned, the DVDs of Anthem of the Heart, Anthem of the Heart, sorry, and Attack on Titan Junior High will now be coming in in July. Stay tuned to alltheanime.com for more info. Next week, you can expect news on the podcast relating to what we have coming out in the third quarter of the year. So be ready for that and lots of details for you to detail over. Ready your minds and your wallets. There you go. Gird yourselves. I was going to say gird your loins. Well, I can if you like. <laughs> And also, yesterday at the time of recording, in Japan, Gundam Origin 5 was announced, and we will be taking pre-orders for the Japanese limited collector's edition Blu-ray export version set. Get over to blog.alltheanime.com for all the info. We will be taking orders from this coming Monday, the 19th of June. So, should we move on to some questions then? Yes. Unless there's anything else people want to say, as I have team production, that being... Keith and Andrew, sort of looking worried inside that I've told them no, live no. on the podcast that we'll be talking about Q3 next week. <laughs> okay, we'll just delay our talking about it. <laughs> 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 yeah, we've decided to move quarter three into quarter four. Yeah. Quarter four into quarter one, and just to mix things up, we're moving quarter four from next year into quarter two, two of this year. year. And then quarter two of this year, we're kind of dividing up amongst the rest Actually, of the year. Actually, I think quarter two of this year back into 1997 is going to really confuse some people because Blu-ray was not a thing then, I'm told. And it will come out uh, October 20th, 2025. You've seen Terminator. And then when it all gets really confusing, Scott Bakula will come along and save us all. Yeah. With one more. I wonder and how many... you don't know who that is, <laughs> look it up! Whoa! I was just about, literally about to say, I wonder how many people have yeah. literally just gone, Who? Don't, you'll make me cry. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, season 12. The next leap could be the leap home. <laughs> so, first question, and these are questions carrying over from last week, everybody. First of all, from Liam on Twitter, would we consider licensing any live-action films or series? Yes. Okay. 
But at the moment, we do not have any. True. <laughs> we are filming something in the office, yeah. but we don't think anyone will like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keith, <laughs> I know I will watch it regularly. <laughs> well, okay. It's just videos of cat eating cheese at her desk. No, because yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just me throwing Keith out to fight the seagull, which keeps oh. coming to the door. <laughs> the bastard seagull keeps trying to kill my cat. Yes. That might have to be the podcast title. Yeah, like Car- Carrie, I think you should elaborate on this. No, I'm just gonna leave it a mystery. <laughs> but it's true. Fucking hate seagulls, man. They are bastards. But yeah, so to answer the question, yes, but we currently don't. It really just depends. I mean, like, as far as I'm concerned, if it tied into a franchise, sure, or if it was something in particular, we were super keen on but we're not going to go out particularly looking mm. for a lot to start of many things we're working on as diverse like diverse lines of products and such and ideas and things we really want to do live action is not something we plan to to flesh out particularly there might be so much overlap i mean i'm a huge fan of jojo's bizarre adventures mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan of tokyo ghoul but whether or not we we would go after those really depends on Either if we manage the franchise already, for example. I mean, bear in mind, I also run Scott and Love's Anime in my own time. So, I mean... Oh, hang on. We better call festival director Andrew Partridge. Oh, wait, 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 yeah, yeah. We should get clearance. Ring, 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 ring. I need at least another four bottles before I become festival oh, director okay. Andrew Partridge. Uh, uh, festival director Andrew Partridge. Yes. Alright. I don't know what that was. This has been the... Ridiculous week. It has been very long. You are ridiculous. It was, it was long by the end of Monday. It really was. <laughs> but um, that's why I told the police as well. They didn't <laughs> accept that as an answer. So, so yeah. So let's, let's to answer your question. I mean, I suppose Andrew, uh, to sort of add on to that, from a from a sort of business perspective, when it comes to you considering live action or not, this is me just trying to expand yeah. on the question. Does it? It. Think of wording right. If it's something that's already linked to a franchise, does that make it something you might be more interested in getting as opposed to if it was just a live-action film that was offered to you? Yeah, it depends if it's good or not as well. Mm. There are many tied-in franchise live-actions which are not good. Mm. I'm looking at you, Terraformers. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of Mikke's work, like, but mm. the live-action Terraformers is not, not his best piece. He did do several other films in the year, though, some of which were very good. Mm. But yeah, that one was not my favourite. But like, again, you only work with what you've got then. Terraformers is kind of difficult material to work with because mm. it's never-endingly brutal, but there's not actually a conclusion in place yet. So it's very hard to make a standalone live-action film based on, on Terraformers. But also, I mean, really, it really hinges on the title more than anything. I mean, it could be a live-action with no link, to a franchise we work on, we'd be keen to get it, but we're not primarily a live action. Like, that's more people like Manga and MBM do mm. do live action as well. It's a whole thing they do, you know? So. Would, you, would you say that any of the cast involved might play a part, or does that not come into play over there? There's more reasons why the cast would play a role in me not acquiring it, a.k.a. if they worked for Johnny's. Mm. That's the first question I asked. But that being the agency in Japan for anyone that doesn't know? Yes, it's a very strict agency for how they manage the, like the images of their like their actors so you can't cut a trailer so the reason Space Battleship Yamato the live action has no trailer that features characters like the main character or such and the cover 
looked particularly weird is because the main actor is from Johnny's and they wouldn't let him appear anywhere. Except from the film itself. So you couldn't Which he's the, the main film. character of. So you couldn't promote <laughs> the film easily outside of Japan. So, like, that's a key question always. So it's more of a reason why not than why to include them. Our next question from Angel Fox Dreamer on Twitter. I'm a huge fan of, of idol anime, so can you please explain why no one else can release Macross in the UK? So, the way I'm going to sum this up really, really quickly is if you go to Google and, ju and, and just simply search for Macross Harmony Gold Lawsuit, you will find a dedicated Wikipedia page that will probably tell you pretty much everything you need to know. It is an insane story, but the long and short of it is it just can't happen unless hell freezes over, some might say. Jessica, you've been through this before. <laughs> Would you like to share with the class? Uh, yeah, it's been ongoing uh, for a while now. I mean, everybody is very keen on trying to distribute that overseas, but it's really a tricky situation and nobody wants to cross, you know, the fire and uh, goes there. Still ongoing and it might be there forever. I think it might be there forever. From what, yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's... It's, it's a very it's a very big shape because there's some newer stuff like Frontier and um, Delta, which would look really good. Mm. But good luck getting them released. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. But like I say, look up that Wikipedia page. Like, it will give you a, a pretty much a decent rundown of what the heck's happened. So it's also quite the read as well. So maybe have a beer or something with it. From Lawrence on Twitter. Your Belladonna of Sadness release is fantastic. Right? <laughs> are, are there any feasible ways to get more old, in inverted commas, anime released in the UK? Yeah, start buying more of it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a difficult one, just depends on what our interests are. There's more old anime, quantifiably old anime coming out from the next while. I've just done a few contracts to that effect. So, yeah, it's possible. Just watch your space. It also comes down as well to cost of licensing, because I, I think it might have been Jerome from Manga that told me one time that when it came to some of the older shows that people would ask for, like and some that maybe never made the transition from VHS to DVD, for example, yeah. that it was a case where they hadn't necessarily adjusted the price accordingly of, of the show or, or franchise. And so then the actual licensing cost itself may have been, for want of a better way of phrasing it, really freaking high compared to maybe what someone nowadays would be willing to pay for it. I think that depends on how you look at it. Like, mm. I think, like, anything with licensing, it's a he said, she said sort of Oh, yeah, thing. totally. Yeah. What one person says to one company, one company says to one person is not the same as what they say to a company they actually want to work with, mm. for example, which is not to say people don't want to work with, like, manga on that one. Oh, it's just different strokes of different factors. Like, well, I mean, it, it really just depends on the situation. Even depending on the timing, what they say to one person on one month might be different to what mm. they say on another month. Exactly. Depending on the results. And, and, this was a good, even, and this was a good few years ago he mentioned this to yeah. me, so, 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 so it's, it's a long story. So it's not even different strokes, even. It's, a, it's just a case of right time, right place. Mm. Like, and sometimes the demand is higher than others. Um... Whether it's maybe transition or not, that's less of the issue. And actually, that's more an opportunity because you can charge more for something which didn't make. But especially if it was in the VHS era, like as opposed to the DVD one, because the VHS era is probably filmed on set, like made on cells, like in a reel, basically, which means that, like, so it was probably filmed on film reel, basically, which means that you can upscale, you can create a proper Blu ray, like, like a proper 
converted Blu-ray restoration, not just an upscale from the, the DigiBeta, you know? Mm. So that is actually a huge difference, you know? I mean, it makes, like, it adds a lot of value in if you can do a Blu-ray release for something which only was out on VH. It was a cult hit on VHS or DVD. Mm. There's never had a Blu-ray. Like Cowboy Bebop, Ethical Flone. Like, First of an all-star, the original. That's slightly more complicated, I think, but yeah. But in, there's no, like, HD master for it, though, is no, there? No, like, that's... Yeah. That, that, that was, sorry, that was the kind of example I was trying to give there, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So that's, like, that's also Toei, so it's a little bit more complicated and, than that. And also, it's a lot of episodes, so it's yeah. going to be mm. mighty expensive for yeah. the studio to go through the process. Yeah. Mm. Um, and a lot of the studios which do be up-converting work, would you believe, are actually in the USA, not Japan. Really? Yeah. So, like, things like Cowboy Bebop, that I don't believe were done in in Japan. Like, there's there's prepared several professional studios. It was done by a really big studio. Like, not a big studio name to, to the, the homo, like, to, to the consumer, but yeah. it was done by, I think it was done by the same people who did The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that would like make actual, sense, actually, mm. that it would be in the States because they have all the, but, like, golden age of Hollywood yeah. films that will all need to be converted to... Yeah. So, I mean, there's yeah, much, more, much more real yeah. conversion there. I'm not saying the actual authoring work or anything was done, but the actual conversion from cell, like from 35mm to... The making of the ProRes, master. The ProRes, mm. it's HD ProRes would be redone in the USA. Mm. Um, was Dragon Ball Z in that category as well? Because I seem to recall it might have been Funimation that were involved to some degree in making... That could be an upscale, upscale. I think. Yeah. I, I would say that's an upscale. Because yeah. there, mm. there's too many episodes to have done it any other way, because you can do that in-house. So, next question from, oh, this is a name, Doppelganger Copper on Twitter. Doppelganger Copper? Keith, have you been sending us messages again? No. <laughs> so, you've released soundtracks before. Any chance of releasing one for Beck, or does the distribution license only cover the series specifically? It only covers the series specifically, but never know. I mean, like, I do like Beck's music. Hmm. It's great. It's an awesome soundtrack. If you haven't checked out Beck, everybody, it's well worth it. Like, the entire series on DVD, there won't be a Blu-ray of it because of when it was made and such. Go and check out the series. Actually, there is... Alltheanime.com. There is actually a Blu-ray of it in Japan, but I think it's an upscale. But from when the show was created, though, so we looked into it, didn't we? No, no, we looked into it, but there was a Blu-ray set in Japan. It's just it's never been done outside of Japan, so... If we'd done it, it would have to be an author, there would have been a huge delay to release, like, versus where we were, and it just wasn't accessible at that time, the materials weren't accessible at the time. It's something, if we can go back to and re-examine down the line, obviously we will, but it is kind of an, it's a trouble if it's a niche show, so you never know how many people are actually going to yeah. buy. Not like Outlaw Star, where you could kind of do that when the Blu-ray was made available. Yeah. I think Beck was the first project I worked on. First thing you gave me when I started. So if you don't like it, complaints too. <laughs> if you don't like it, well, tough. <laughs> so, a question from Natalie on Twitter. Is there any word on the DVD versions of Full Metal Alchemist coming out, or is it going to be Blu-ray only? So, so basically right now, it is, it's not possible on a simple basis, but it would cost a lot of money to re-author. Like, as a DVD is while cheap individually, you're talking about 10 to 12 DVDs like to do it for Full Metal Alchemist and honestly speaking we'd relied on taking the Funimation Masters and just reprinting as discs 
but Funimation do not hold those masters anymore, so obviously they don't hold the rights for the series anymore, um, which is unfortunate for everyone involved. Um, we might redress it one day if there's suddenly a demand or an uptake in DVD again, but honestly, like, the way the, the, the market is moving was just, like, for a classic re-release, it's very, unless the DVDs are on hand already and it's a simple just jam, jam them out, basically, from someone else, it's just not really commercially viable to re-author for, unless the series is only available on DVD, like Beck, for example, like, um, or, like, other shows, like, there's other shows out there where that falls under the same category. Narama. Yeah, uh, Narama, Trigun. Trigun, for example, Monster, it's the same, there's no HD assets available for that. Like, so if there's no HD assets, it makes sense, but, there's other issues with things like Monster, though, because the BBFC cost is just so... It's the reason no one's licensed it, but me and Jerome are huge fans of Monster. Mm. But the cost of licensing is not... the UK release? No, never has. No, because how, 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 how many episodes is it? Fifth, 72, oh, I think, or... It's just, it's just, I, I, I remember watching it at a convention... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching it at a convention, at the conventions when they were when fan subs were still being screened at cons. So, One minute, yeah. well, I... Back in the really old days. Oh my god, no, I think I saw that at Amicon 04 actually. So Jesus. It was a total mm. of 74 episodes, I was right the first time. <laughs> so, I mean, that bear It's a really, really good show though. If we released it as a complete set, and that's as a complete set, um, like, it would have to be a complete set. Like, I mean, that would be a cost total. That's like, this is because I thought people would be interested to know the reason no one's licensed it yet. Hmm. Um, so that's a total of 1,850 minutes, give or take, it's an average oh rate. Oh god, here we go. Um, so you can see where I'm going with this. And this is without any premium fees, this is without any VAT added on, um, so brace yourselves. This is BBFC cost we're talking. Yeah, this is only if you did it as a complete series release. So, just to add some context for some people who may not know, for every title that is released in the UK, it has to get certified by law by the BBFC, the British Board of Film Classification. Um, so and they literally charge by the minute. Yes. So with that in mind, Andrew, how much would it cost if it was being done as a complete collection to so certify Monster? That's just, it would actually be more if you split it into parts. But it's eleven thousand four hundred and thirty-five pounds and seventy-six pence. Bloody I actually, hell! I actually think that yeah, like yeah, like I mean, it's it's too like it's a trouble. Is that's one I really that and Nana are both shows I'd really love to release. Like I mm. love both of them. Like they're, they're like as far as like spirit animal shows go, both in different ways. But like they're both really like people describe anonymous noises like Nana without the teenage sex or drugs. Like that's like why the best but, parts but of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like I really do love like Nana for like for where it goes on stuff. It's like it's just really. Like, it's a really, like, vivid piece of, of show. Mm. But, again, there's no Blu-ray. <laughs> so um, Unfortunately, no hand. Yes. Such yeah. a pity that she... She never finished yeah. it. If you often never finished for manga, sadly. Mm. But did write a fantastic one by Parad- called Paradise Kiss as well. And if you've read that, if you've never seen Paradise Kiss in anime, that is one... I love as well. It, it's the first the anime I know which features uh, Franz Ferdinand as an ending. Yeah. Uh, Do You Want To is the, the ending song no, to Par- Paradise Kiss. And one of the, the best, like not best, but probably most accurate depictions of the first time, first time in bed. <laughs> it's like, All of it like uh... <laughs> well it's just like, uh, yeah, like it's like, it's as you would expect. It's, 
No, not like, why are you twitching around there? Yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for context, <laughs> Kerry is just like flopping again. around like a dead fish. I was worried Kerry's having some kind of seizure no, for a minute. No, like, you're just jackrat and headbanging against the thing because it's a little bit... Well, what? anyway, let's move that on quite quickly. I'm not quickly. gonna elaborate because yeah, and other time. Moving along. Yes. Mo- moving on to questions from Facebook then. Hey, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Try to change the subject, guys. <laughs> from Roderick. <laughs> I was wondering why your French arm has masses of releases that have never transferred to the UK or have put English subs on them. I saw all of Space Adventure Cobra when I was in Paris, and I can only dream of purchasing it. Well, that would be, also, I think, isn't it? Because France is a different country with different licenses. No, no, it's, yeah, like, like why us as a company, which is a UK mm. based on. The answer is because you and two other people would buy it. Maybe like, one of them. The sad <laughs> truth is that, like, I mean, like, again, is people have tried things like the Space, um, like, well, Space Adventure Cobra had an attempt in the UK with the OVA, I think, or the film. Yeah, for Magnus, I have a DVD. Yeah, it was a film which they, they mm. tried and it just didn't work. And, like, the trouble is. Yeah, the film's set, like, separately, so, I mean, it's not ideal. Mm. But I don't think if you'd released, like, the, the TV series first, it would have massively boosted the movie's sales. I mean, I think nostalgia has a great place, but it has to have actually aired somewhere to have a nostalgia impact. And, like, For example, like Dragon Ball Z. So, like, I mean, like Gundam Wing. I mean, there's always going to be a show where you remember it because you were on holiday, for example. Like, I was in the US and saw Sailor Moon when it was on. Like, like at one point, like for example, yet it was, it took ages to come over here in, con- in contrast, you know? And like it's, I don't know, like it's, it's a great, like there's a lot of great, like in South City Hunter, for example, as well, is really great. Cat's Eyes. Like we've got a lot of stuff in France we really love. We've got Attack on Titan in France. Mm. I really love Attack on Titan. <laughs> I'd love to release Attack on Titan. I think it would Titan work here. here. I think it wouldn't. I just don't think no, the market really likes no market Attack on Titan. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell? Yeah, we have Ghost in the Shell, both the original film, Standalone Complex. We have all of Ghost all in the Shell. Magica? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's true as well. Like, I mean, like. Just throwing out random examples. Like, right? those are. But you know what I mean? So basically, it's not just nostalgia stuff we don't have. The reason is. Your fee for like, acquisition is based by territory normally. Like, and honestly speaking, amount you'd have to add on to acquire the UK and add then the effort you'd have to spend spending money on the disc, like offering the QC and then the actual release. Realistically, you're just not going to make that back for a nostalgia title in the UK because it's not even like you can easily sell it to Netflix or someone mm-hmm. because they, even if you got the SVOD rights for it, it's a very hard sell selling something that's catal- like deep catalogue. Well. I mean, we're not even talking like, oh, it's been published in the last 10 years. It's really cool. It just was passed over, but it's a great fit for your platform. We're saying this was published like over 20 years ago. Like, would you consider it, please? And like, there's no, they, they would then ask, well, what's it done in the territory? And you'd say, well, nothing. Never been released properly. The, the movie tanked. So, but this is your chance to find out. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's, so. We'd love to. We honestly would. And there's a lot of us in the office who love a ton of classic shows. And it's just not possible. Because the French office also has Lady Oscar. Yeah. And we, I used to see that when I was a kid back yeah. home as well. Oh, obviously, Doctor Narek. We also had like the bubble gum with the, like had, came with trading cards, like little picture in, cards and stuff like that you buy in, in the supermarket. In, like yeah. in the Middle East, maybe. Yeah, yeah, in Jordan, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm guessing totally not legit. Um, I'm just I'm Probably 100% not. guessing that. But yeah, but the French office has that. And I was like, oh, are we going to do that as well? And she was like, yeah, that's 
never irritated. That's not going to work. So yeah. And when you factor in what we were saying a few minutes ago about BBFC cost as well, yeah. it just makes it so cost prohibitive. Yeah. But who knows? We might become filthy rich, and then we can give it a try. Or if you become filthy rich and you know have a few tens of thousands of pounds going spare, hit us up. We'll sort you out. We'll commission we a special go. version just for you if you pay for it. What we got to we do uh, what Wu Tang Clan did to make one pressing of that. Yeah. Album. Basically, yes. <laughs> we'll auction it off. If it's okay, Kelly will buy it and like never let anyone watch it again. Next question from Adele: Which anime are you most proud of that you have released? I would say Cowboy Bebop. It was one of our first ones we did, and it's it was our first sort of collective edition. I love it. I I think from like me, just from a um a, a feelings point of view. It's hard for me to answer. I would say all of them. If I if I had to to, yeah, to all not, your if I had to to nail it down to one, I would say currently, obviously, and blatantly, your name. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because I've been working like working on like on like Mr. Shinkai's films for a long time before I even like started Anime Limited. Like and it's really like there's nothing more satisfying than seeing him take off in the UK and to be the ones like responsible for it. Yeah. Like in the UK, like at least it played our little part in making your name a global success. And like don't get me wrong, compared to all the like a lot of the other territories like China, France, etc, with the small fish. Mm-hmm. Like in the ocean. But we still ranked into the top, like, in the, we made it into the top five of all time for anime film, for original anime film. Like, we actually pushed well into the Ghiblis. We've, the Red Turtle is nowhere close to us. Yeah. Just now in the box office, for, which isn't technically, like, an anime, but also you, they're using the Ghibli name to push it, so I think we can arguably call it a Ghibli as much as a, like, it's a Dudok film, you know? It's like, they're, they're pushing both heavily, so, like, I, I classify it as that. But you know what I mean? I mean, it, that one I'm really proud of. I'm proud of Cowboy Bebop as well, obviously. I'm basically proud of them all. Oh, all the bitches. <laughs> They're growing up. Makes me cry a little bit inside with Joel. It was our first one. Keith, what about you? Oh, well, the, the answer is always going to be my, my beautiful, beautiful child, Terror in Resonance Ultimate. I yeah. love that thing. So much time and You effort. love it so much, you call it a thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> so much time and effort went into that, and it was, yeah, the first Ultimate I worked on, and it was just, yeah, a learning experience. It just, is gorgeous. Oh. Sorry, I just want to say, it was, mm. like, the... It is, I, I, I love that thing. It, it sits proudly on my shelves at home, and any, any time that some poor fool comes around in my flat, I'm like, look at that. Look at that. Oh God, I did keeps that. making us look at Terran. So that's why you did that the other day when I popped round. Yeah, like, and that's why nobody <laughs> comes round anymore. <laughs> uh, Jessica, what about you from, from your past experience? Is there any title that stands out to you the most? Um, that maybe you were involved in at all? Well, there were at least two projects that took ages to approve, but they were really, you know, satisfying at the end. And one was Cowboy Bebop. It was a still DVD. DVD edition, but it was, you know, in vinyl and everything was through the Oh, wow. Box. And um, Escaflon. Mm. But we made a reproduction of the tarots and everything. Mm. So everything was brand new and we approved from the producers. So I think those two projects. Mm. From my perspective, I would probably say the first season of Durarara, just because of how much freaking effort <laughs> I put into it. Well, it wasn't even that. It's just, it is, it is... The, I, I, 
was a nightmare. Blown smoke up my arse, I guess. I-, I will call it the most definitive English language edition of the first season of Dirarara. And we've told you about blowing smoke up there. <laughs> yeah, well. And in all fairness, the reason it is so definitive is because Jeremy was so persnickety about every single line to make sure everything was perfect. Yeah. And I did DVD and Blu-ray, dub and sub. They are six discs each. 26 episodes. Oh. Four times. <laughs> In a week and a half. <laughs> you have a lot of stamina. Yeah. I did have a lot of stamina. <laughs> did it break you, Jeremy? No comment. So, next question from Bethany. You said you would release K Missing Kings and K Return of Kings in 2016. It is now the second half of 2017, and they've not been released yet. Where are they? I've been waiting for them since they were announced in 2015. Mr. Andrew, can you uh, update at all or shed some light as to what is going on? Yeah, they only got dubbed very relatively recently. So Australia only just released K Missing Kings, and we're going to do that in the ne- like it, probably towards the end of this quarter, early next. Probably early next, to be honest, and then that'll leave not much of a gap between that and Return of Kings. So you should see them come out similar times, actually. And we're working with our good friends in Australia to sort the offering for that, so uh, stay tuned, but it's in process. So this year we're looking yeah, at this it. Yeah, this year, this year by Q4. And we do appreciate your patience. Yeah, I really do. Like This is why we were saying that when it comes to announcing stuff now, we want to make sure that when it comes to doing that, we can announce things with a much shorter turnaround time. Obviously, there'll be exceptions to the rule, like if there's a simulcast and such, or if there's a cinema release, for example. Mm. But in general, that's what we're trying to work on now. So keep rolling with us, people. Last question from Jonathan. Any updates on the English dub you're planning for a Silent Voices home video release? Will it be the same studio at NYAV Post that was hired for the dub of your name? Yes. And um, I just received cast list today and some choices for one of the like the actresses, so it'll be recording shortly. Home video is on target as a result, and we're looking forward to doing a... Like, I'll probably look to do some kind of premiere event for the dub somewhere as well, so people have mm. a chance to actually see it on the big screen too. Um, if you were brave enough... Sorry. <laughs> that, that, that slip of the... Slip, uh, slurp. There you go. If you drink, just came to you wonderfully there, Andrew. Thank you. So uh, on that note, everybody, I think we're going to close out the show now. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. But before we close out the show, we must continue with continuity from last week. So you will recall, everybody, that I set you all a challenge listening to this, to send in suggestions for shows that we could watch each week so that we could talk about them on the podcast. We have got four suggestions that I've narrowed down that have come in. One of them is Konosuba. (laughs) (laughs) and that's how Andrew dies (laughs) another one is Sakura Quest (laughs) this is so weird Uh, another one is Ero Manga Sensei (laughs) and another one is for a show that will actually be for this coming season that is Kakagururi just FYI he's gurgling with beer it sounds like you tried to say Uvalu. It's how we roll here. I was giving you different levels for my opinion on each. <laughs> so, so this uh, way I couldn't scream. So uh, are you all aware of what each of these shows are? Yep. And I'm vetoing Iromanga Sensei immediately. Okay. <laughs> so any preferences? 
my large category, but that's what I'm going to do it anyway. So. Oh, you know what then? Let's make that definite for ne- for next season then. Depends when, on when it's it not being announced yet where it's going, is it? <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> where, yeah, we're not, we're not at that point yet. Are we going to be able to watch it? I keep forgetting we're not like at the start of the next season yet. It's still a couple of weeks to go. So, oh. so assuming it gets a, a simulcast over here, that will be the on show. On a legal that we do. platform. So a simulcast. Yeah. I'm just. I'm reiterating, <laughs> not for you. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> So then that leaves Sakura Quest. So how about for next week's show, everybody? We will all watch the first episode of Sakura Quest. You can also join us and watch it. It's on Crunchyroll subtitled and on Funimation now dubbed. And everyone looks so delighted that I've set them homework, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that includes you too, Kerry. <laughs> But thank you very much for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check out alltheanime.com. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. And we'll put out the call probably mid-next week for questions for next week's show. From all of Team Anime Limited, thank you very much for listening. Signing out. Bye. 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 Bye.